This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Plated Earth, where we share at least a fraction of the crazy, wonderful, and insightful stories of produce. I'm your host, JJ. Plated Earth is also the official podcast of the Specialty Produce app. Please show your support for us and Specialty Produce by downloading the app and exploring one of the globe's most comprehensive fresh food databases. So what's on our plate today? Apricots. Apricots are one of the first signs of summer. They ripen earlier than other fruits of the season, which actually played a role in how the apricot got its name. The Romans, who learned of the apricot in the first century CE, noticed that the fruit bloomed early in the summer, and so they dubbed it the early apple, Malum Precocum, since it fruited long before common apples. Even Pliny the Elder took note of the apricot's early showing, referring to it as Precocia, literally meaning early ripen. The Latin term precocum is the root of the word precocious, which is used to describe early development in plants and people alike, although the botanical meaning of the word actually precedes the figurative one in English. Anyways, the Latin name is said to have morphed through a pretty strange journey, from Latin to Greek to Arabic, where it picked up the A that we find at the start of the modern English form, as the Arabic term started with al, merely meaning the, to the Spanish word albaricoque, and the French abricot. From the latter two came the first try at the name in English, abricoc. Eventually, maybe luckily, the hard final K sound became a T, more similar to the French spelling, though the T is silent in French. So what is an apricot? Apricots are members of the rose family, closely related to the plum, peach, cherry, and almond. Apricots, and all of the aforementioned fruits, are classified as stone fruits, a.k.a. droops, characterized as a fruit with thin skin, a pulpy middle, and a single, hard, central shell enclosing a kernel, pit, stone, whatever you want to call it. In the same botanical family as apricots, though they are not fellow stone fruits, are apples, pears, and strawberries. The full botanical name, Prunus armeniaca, is a reference to the land from which the ancient Greeks believed the apricot came. But hang tight, we'll dig into the history in just a minute. Apricots are petite, round to slightly oblong fruits with smooth and velvety skin. The color ranges from pale yellow to golden to a burnt orange, depending on the variety and how ripe they are, often with a rosy blush on the skin. There are many different varieties of apricots spread for different traits from early, mid, to late ripening, to superior flavor, to coloring, and even the ability to withstand long-term shipping. Popular apricot cultivars include Blenheim, Sungold, Autumn Royal, Moorpark, and Royal Rosa, just to name a few. Ripe apricots are smooth, juicy, tender, and sweet, with just a tiny punch of tartness at the end, though unripe ones will be much more sour. Many people think of the flavor as being somewhere between a peach and a plum. And speaking of, the apricot has become the parent fruit, along with plums, peaches, and even nectarines, for dozens of successful hybrids, such as the apricot plum crossing called a pluot, aprium, or plumcot. 
Variations of this fruit have actually been known for centuries, in places where both plums and apricots are grown, but they have not been widely available in the U.S. until more recently. But how did the apricot get to the U.S. in the first place? Well, with the help of trade routes, exploration, and time, the apricot spread from Asia into Europe and eventually the New World. Most New World apricots are actually of European, a.k.a. Western, origin, while Central Asian, a.k.a. Eastern apricots, are still relatively new to the U.S. and other North American growers. This is presumably due to the fact that Eastern apricots typically require colder winters but also partly because they are less plump than Western varieties, making them visually less appealing. And yet, Eastern varieties are considered to be the most delicious in flavor and texture. Apricots are believed to have originated in China. However, they have also been cultivated in Armenia and India since antiquity, so it may be safer to simply say that apricots originated in China and Central Asia, being cultivated as early as 2000 BCE. The exact center of domestication is uncertain, or at the very least, debated, thanks to its wide distribution from extensive prehistoric cultivation. The apricot is a product of the Great Silk Road, migrating west with merchants who traveled the trade route. They arrived in Europe via Armenia, which, if you remember, is why the apricot was given the scientific name Prunus Arminiaca, based on where ancient Greeks believed the fruit originated. Conquering Arabs took the fruit from Central Asia to the Middle East, while the rulers of the Islamic Empire imported apricots from Persia to their capital in Baghdad. Alexander the Great is credited with introducing apricots to Greece, while King Henry VIII's gardener brought them to England from Italy. The apricot eventually made its way to Virginia with English settlers circa 1720, while Spanish missionaries introduced it to the American West Coast later on in the 18th century which is considered its true arrival to the U.S. market. The California climate is perfectly suited for growing apricots. And even today, cultivation in the U.S. is primarily based in the sunny orchards of California. Okay, let's cut to the juicy stuff. What's the best way to eat this sweet tart summer treat? When apricots are perfectly ripe, there's no better way to eat them than biting right in, being mindful of the pit, of course. They're sweet, slightly tart, and packed with vitamins A and C. Ripe apricots should be slightly soft to the touch and have a very light, sweet scent similar to that of a peach. Apricots are highly perishable, and although they reach their ideal sweetness and flavor when allowed to ripen on the tree, most are not tree-ripened. This is because of modern shipping practices that call for the fruit to be picked before it fully ripens on the tree, as it will continue to ripen off the tree at room temperature. So if they are still firm when you get them, just leave the fruits on the counter until they soften, or place them in a paper bag to speed up the ripening process. They should be eaten once ripe, or they can be stored in the refrigerator, but they should still be eaten within a couple days. When storing, be careful not to stack or pile them, as they do bruise easily. The skin is edible, thin, and tender, so there's no need to remove it. Plus, it can help the fruit hold its shape in cooking and baking. However, if you prefer to peel them, You can blanch them in boiling water for about 20 seconds and then submerge in ice water. Allow them to cool and you'll easily be able to peel the skin away. Want to enjoy fresh apricots over a longer period of time? Give them a quick blanch, peeling off the skin if you want. Slice, remove the pit, and freeze them for up to three months. Apricots can be roasted, grilled, baked, broiled, poached, cooked into jams and preserves, made into ice creams or gelatos, 
or pureed for use in sauce or dressings. Apricot can be added to fresh fruit salads or savory salads and used in every type of dish from appetizer to dessert. They are even utilized to flavor liqueurs like apricot brandy. For an entree, you can make an apricot glaze for meats like lamb, chicken, ham, pork roast, or even duck. And for dessert, why not cut them in half, remove the pit, drizzle with honey, or sprinkle with brown sugar and cinnamon, then grill until golden and serve alongside vanilla ice cream. Apricots also make a good substitute for peaches, although depending on how sweet your apricots are, you may consider adding sugar to the recipe to make up the difference. Apricots pair well with other stone fruit, including cherries, almonds, and plums, as well as with hazelnut, pistachio, vanilla bean, honey, egg custards, soft cheeses, lemon zest, orange zest, white chocolate, and light sweet white wines. Because apricots are so perishable, they are quite often found preserved, such as by canning or drying. Dried apricots have a sweet, more concentrated flavor, and their faint tartness tends to be a bit more pronounced when the fruit is dried as opposed to fresh. Dried apricot is a good source of iron. It can be diced and added to salads, cookies, cereals, yogurt, trail mix, and more. Most dried apricots you find are either an orange or brown color. The difference? Orange ones have been treated with sulfur dioxide before sun-drying so that it keeps the fresh color. Most consider this preservative to be safe, but if you happen to have a sulfur allergy, you'll want to stick to the brown untreated ones. Even the seed or kernel of a few apricot varieties is sweet, similar in flavor and appearance to an almond, full of protein and fiber. But it is important to note that these kernels are poisonous until roasted. This is because apricot kernels contain amygdalin a naturally occurring substance also found in the seeds of other fruit, including apples, cherries, plums, and peaches. When eaten, this substance converts to cyanide in the body. Cyanide is notorious as a potentially deadly chemical. However, normal consumption of apricot kernels offers such small amounts that it doesn't pose a threat to your health. Some processed foods like apricot jam and amaretto or almond finger cookies contain apricot kernels. And some dessert recipes featuring stone fruits may call for the kernels to be left inside the fruit, theoretically to allow the kernel to impart some of its almond-like flavor into the dish. In Egypt, coriander seeds and salt are blended with ground apricot kernels to make a traditional snack known as doka, D-O-K-K-A, often served as a dip with bread and olive oil. Apricot kernels are even used to flavor the Italian liqueur amaretto, and they can be pressed into oil which has been used in cooking, medicine, and cosmetics, such as moisturizing cream, body oil, lip balm, or essential oil, sold commercially as bitter almond oil. In India, it is used as massage oil, as it is believed to relieve aches and pains. Apricot kernels were even once thought to have cancer-fighting powers and were used to make a drug called Latril, a partly man-made purified form of amygdalin that was patented in the 1950s and was a popular alternative cancer treatment in the 60s and 70s. But further research deemed this drug to be ineffective, so it was banned by the FDA and is no longer available in the U.S. There are still many people who consider apricot kernels as a superfood with cancer-fighting and detox-enhancing properties. And although there is no concrete scientific evidence to support these claims, there are studies out there, and more to come, no doubt, that propose the possibility. While dried and canned apricots are available year-round, 
Fresh apricots are in season in North America in the late spring through summer, from May through August. Any fresh fruit you see here during the winter months have been imported from either South America or New Zealand. And apricots from Chile can be found in supermarkets as early as March. Today, apricots are cultivated on every continent except Antarctica, throughout the temperate regions of the world, especially in the Mediterranean. Turkey, Italy, Russia, Spain, Greece, France, and the U.S. are the world-leading producers of apricots, with over 90% of the U.S. crop coming from California. Still, many people have never had the pleasure of biting into a sweet, succulent apricot that has ripened on the tree. As many high-volume grocery stores prioritize shelf life over flavor, you may have experienced an apricot at its worst, flavorless and dry. Instead, many people make do with dried or canned apricot, which is still tasty, don't get me wrong. But if you've had an apricot at its best, you know that it can be sweet and tart, juicy yet firm-fleshed, tasting just like summer. Maybe you now feel you've underappreciated this stone fruit in the past. Do your taste buds a favor and try to find a local grower, or pay closer attention to the ripening of your store-bought fruit to catch it at its best. And if you're a California native, there's no excuse not to indulge in this local treat. All right, that's it. You're fired up, you're drooling, you're craving the sweet taste of apricot summer, and you want to know more. You want to see where it has been sold near you, you want recipes, you want it all. What do you do? You download the Specially Produce app so you can learn, explore, share, and discover your local and seasonal produce. Well, folks, that concludes this week's episode. As always, you can find more information, recipe ideas, and local market shares on the Specialty Produce app. Tune in next time for more food fables. And remember... Cauliflower is nothing but a cabbage with a college education. We'll catch you next time.